0: hey guys good morning and welcome to this next iced coffee date so this is a traditional iced coffee date in the sense that I am standing in my kitchen talking to you with an iced coffee um, so good morning I have a couple quick notes shout-outs to start with and then we are going to dive into some simple strategies for eliminating sugar cravings and i know this is super common i hear it all the time with one-on-one clients um, from women in my dms i have personally experienced crazy sugar cravings maybe even an addiction at times um so i will talk about that in a second but First, um, the first thing I wanna tell you guys about is that I'm hosting a free five-day training um, all about how to create a nutritional master plan for yourself. So at the end of five days, you will have created this amazing plan for yourself. And I think that is a huge part of the success as far as helping clients get to their goals. So like really planning out their nutrition because when you don't have a game plan or you don't know what you are currently doing with your nutrition, you can't make changes. Like if you don't have the data, it's hard to actually do something about it. So with this training, it's five days. I will show you the exact steps for creating this master plan. So this is exactly what I do with one-on-one clients, what I do in the mentorship. Obviously with one-on-one clients, we do all the work for them. In the mentorship, we show them how to do it. And obviously it's a more deep dive. Um, it's eight weeks, you learn about macros, you learn about all the things. This is kind of you know the watered down version, but in five days you are gonna learn exactly what you need to do to get the results you want. You can still eat the foods you love, you don't have to be in the gym for a million hours, but you will actually have a game plan. So you'll do a nutrition audit, you'll figure out what's going on as far as like the state of the union. Um, You will look at what your total daily energy expenditure is, like what are your calorie needs for the day. Um, And from there, you will create a plan. So at the end of five days, you will have something physical that you could take with you and implement. So, like I said, it's free, it's five days. Um, it starts on January 24th, you can sign up now. Um, there is a little like I guess pre homework, just some like things that you need to get before you could start. There's like a food scale, you gotta have like MyFitnessPal or whatever tracker you want, but there's a few things that you need to get going. So you could start now just so you're ready to hit the ground running on Monday. But if you're watching this live, you could sign up in the link in my profile. Um, all you do is just put your name, email, you should get an auto email from me with all the details and everything and then on Monday the 24th mark your calendar you'll get the first module and then Tuesday you'll get the second module Wednesday you will get the third module etc cetera, etc cetera. and it's five days so every single day there's a new module and there is a Facebook group private Facebook group so if you do have questions or you have something specific to your situation that you want to chat about you could ask in the group and I'll be monitoring the group as well as the coaches on my team um, so yeah it's just gonna be a really great way to jumpstart your goals for the year and come up with a plan I am a big planner um, I feel like when you actually have a plan um, and a path to follow it's just so much easier to implement than just being like oh I'm gonna starve myself for eight weeks <laughs> or like whatever it is give up sugar for the rest of my life all these like crazy things that people decide to do that they don't need to do you can make it really realistic and livable and sustainable okay and then the second thing I wanted just to give a quick shout out to um, that Thrive Market deal that I talked about over the weekend, so I don't know if you were following closely, but I'm obsessed. Like, I know Thrive Market has been a thing for a while now. We used to do Thrive Market back in the day, and we kind of fell off. Um, <laughs> probably when grocery delivery was so accessible, and now you have to pay for it. It's so expensive. That was such a bummer. Like, I did Whole Foods delivery, like, every week, twice a week, and now you have to pay, you know, 10 to $15 to get it delivered. And I'm like, ah, uh, that adds up. <laughs> can't keep doing that, but long story short, back on this Thrive Market thing, it's amazing for, pantry staples, snacks. I mean, they do meats and all that. I mean, we do butcher box. We are diehard butcher box people. We're actually getting our butcher box this week. Um, But the prices are the same as Whole Foods, if not cheaper, if you go with the Thrive brand. So I'm a big fan. I think we are definitely going to be doing this regularly. And like, we got some good stuff. Got the dried beans and the flax and the peanut butter and like all that good stuff. Um, But anyways, they're having this amazing deal right now. And this is why I signed on again, because Kept seeing the ads and I'm like, all right, this is actually a really good deal. So you get this free breakfast bundle, which got my attention because we're out of oats. So it was a big bag of gluten-free oats. Um, It was a jar of cashew butter, which yes, I'm all about the nut butters, give me nut butters. Um, A bag of coffee, again, that's something that we're always running out of. And you know, it's a chance to try the Thrive Market Coffee. A cookbook, which I'm like, don't eat another cookbook, I have enough cookbooks in my life, but this one had the most amazing dessert recipes and a lot of the recipes were gluten-free, dairy-free, like kind of the way I eat Um, and we're definitely going to make some. So I was really surprised, it was actually like this um, caramel brittle stuff that Mal picked out that you make with like almond crackers and like maple syrup and I don't even know, but it was so simple and easy. I'm like, yes, we have to make that with like a little sea salt on top. Anyway, so you get this breakfast bundle for free with the cookbook, it's a $60 value, and then you get 40% off your whole order. So I mean, I got a big box, like if you go back to my Instagram feed or (laughs) watch the video or whatever, like there's a big box. We got the whole box for less than $50 and there was like a lot of good stuff in there. I had like some pancake mix, some jerky, um, like I said, the beans, um, the oats, um, all sorts of snacks. We got um, the bean fields chips I love so much, the unreal um, peanut butter cups, um, got some soap, got some new tampons, um, but really like a ton of stuff for less than 50 bucks. So even if you try it out once just to see what it's all about, it was such a good deal. You got that free breakfast bundle and then you got 40% off. Oh, and free shipping, of course, because I don't know. I forget what the threshold was, but I was was over it. (laughs) so it was amazing so just a shout out for that Um, again if you're watching this back um, I will or listening to this on the podcast um, I'll put the deal on the link in the show notes if you're watching this live just go back to my feed all the details are there Um, But big fan big fan I feel like you're gonna be hearing a lot about Thrive Market just because I love having things shipped to my house I don't want to go out and search for them (laughs) I don't want to deal with the crowds and I don't even know Just, just send it to my house Okay, so let's get into this sugar um, craving, sugar addiction stuff. So, um, super common. Like I said, I see it all the time with clients. It's definitely a sticking point for some people and it, it takes some time. Um, and you've probably experienced them. You are not alone if you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, 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 I got some sugar cravings I need to deal with, especially after the holidays and everything. Um, my story is actually on carrots and cake um so 2012 i wrote this whole post about my sugar addiction um and then i revisited it in 2016 so that was like a four-year difference where i was still trying to work this out um and honestly like 2022 i do not have a sugar addiction like i'm fine i still like sugar i still eat dessert every day but if you were like you can't have sugar i'd be like all right. Um, I mean, Lord knows, I did the carnivore diet hardcore for four weeks and then stretched it out to six weeks with, you know, eating some avocados and bananas and, you know, a few things here and there. But, like, it's not hard for me to give up sugar. <laughs> like, I've, 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 I've fixed it, I guess. I guess I've, like been able to like overcome this. But rewind to like 10 years ago, which is crazy, um, 2012. So that's when I first wrote about this sugar addiction. And at that point in my life, um, it was the early days of the blog. I was running marathons. Um, I probably needed a lot of sugar and a lot of carbs in my diet, but I wasn't picking the right ones. And it got to the point where I would say 80% of my diet was like sugar and sugary things like muffins and cookies and um, chocolate and stuff like that. And 20% of my diet was actually like healthy food, like some proteins and vegetables, things like that. Um, So it was kind of like flop the way I eat now. I'd say like 80% of my diet, even 90% of my diet is like healthy. And then the fun stuff is probably like 10 to 20%. But back then, like that's all I ate. I mean, breakfast would be some sort of like, sweet pancake or a bowl of oatmeal or I don't even know and then I would snack on chocolate I would make like homemade cookies and muffins I was always baking Um, and I would pretty much like eat the whole batch you know throughout the day so like that's like all I would eat and back then I was really into calorie counting I really hadn't discovered macros. so really it was like as long as I was within my calories for the day I was good like I didn't really care about it and I was running a ton um, with marathon training and everything so I wasn't you know super concerned about you know gaining weight or anything like that it was just like hey as long as I'm like within this calorie range I can eat whatever I want and obviously like that is like not the best approach Um, but I would wake up in the morning and I would crave something sweet and I would like eat whatever and then I would have something sweet after that I would try to eat like a salad and then I would want just something sweet I would eat that salad because I knew I needed to eat it but then I would just fill the rest of the afternoon with like cookie after cookie muffin after muffin Um, and I did kind of feel like out of control like I would eat like the whole batch of muffins or the whole batch of cookies. Um, and there was almost kind of like a binge component to it, which of course, you know, sugar's addictive. It makes you want to have more of these things. Um, and I, I just, I like knew it wasn't right, but I was just kind of like, it is what it is. I'm living my life. I don't really know how to get out of this. It doesn't really seem to be harming me. Um, until it got to a point where like, that's like all I was eating. (laughs) And I was just like, I'm not even eating any real food. And then of course, like over the years, like I got a better handle of it and I'm gonna talk about like how I did that. Um, But that's the thing, when we consume sugar, we get this like natural elevation um, from our neurotransmitters, they make us feel good. So like dopamine is our reward center, serotonin makes us feel good. So we get that that boost, but it's short-lived and then it dissipates and then we almost crave more. So it's like this terrible cycle that like goes on again and again and of course excess sugar um, can cause inflammation it can cause gut issues um, puts a lot of stress on the body so i didn't know all these things back then but i know them now so it definitely affects like how i approach sugar Um, but what i see going on with clients is like three things so um, it's like we're eating the wrong foods and we don't have a great macro balance. So we're not getting enough protein, we're not getting enough fi- fiber, we're eating tons of carbs, um, we're on this like blood sugar roller coaster, um, And it's almost like we have like highs and lows and it's almost like we have this like hypoglycemic reaction because we're eating all these like sugary things, our blood sugar crashes and then we reach for those things again and again, like we just keep craving them. So you have this like cyclical, relationship of like sugar no sugar sugar no sugar and like you're on this like blood sugar roller coaster and it's miserable and that's why you continue to have sugar cravings i think there's also this like hpa access dysfunction so like this idea of like adrenal fatigue or something like that but like women are like burned out (laughs) i think that's the best way to describe it where We're just doing so much, we're working full time, we're taking care of kids, we're meal prepping, we're trying to exercise, we're trying to like clean the house, run the house, kids appointments, kids soccer practices, whatever it is. Like there's just, we're doing so much and then we're not sleeping, we're exhausted. We're tired and wired at night. Like we wanna go to sleep but we're wired or we wake up in the middle of the night between one and three. We were just talking about this on the coaches chat this morning. Um, But we're just fueled by sugar and then we're also fueled by caffeine. I feel like that's another thing that women have trouble giving up but it makes sense if you feel like garbage like that's the boost that you need and sugar kind of fits in there too long story short, just makes us crave more. Um, Stress um, will make you crave sugar. (laughs) I have been there. Um, And then finally, I do think there's kind of like an emotional component to sugar, um, where you're eating for comfort or eating to um, to relieve stress. I have been there before, like after a bad day, just give me the sugar, just give me the chocolate. Um, But you know, getting getting a hold of that, you know, getting a hold of what's going on. Um, And I know you've probably heard about the usual tactics for you know dealing with sugar cravings and stuff like drinking more water, brushing your teeth, you know, taking the tempting foods out of the house. Yes, all those things can work for you. All those things can work for you. But I'm gonna talk about what I think actually works, like what has worked with my clients, what has worked with me personally. Like sure, brush your teeth after a meal, like don't eat sugar, whatever. (laughs) Like if it works for you, go for it. That really never worked for me. I mean, maybe every once in a while. But I think the goal should be to create some sort of awareness around what's going on like when you're craving these sweets because you know awareness is number one when it comes to behavior change because if you're not even aware that you are binging on sugar like you're not going to be able to change that habit so I think one of the most important things is just to be aware that you have like the sugar addiction sugar cravings um, and to slow down as much as possible in the moment which I know is easier said than done because like I said there was almost kind of like a binge component to it just like eating these things because it was making me feel good but I wasn't even thinking about it i was just going through the motion so anything you can do to practice that awareness and slow down what is happening um, can help you out and it's not to say that you can never have sugar like sometimes you know some chocolate makes you feel better at the end of a shitty day like i get it i have been there um, but i think the real issue is when that's all you're eating or that's all you're craving and you're really not getting enough of the good stuff Um, So again, mindfulness around the situation, what's going on. Um, I think just even being aware like, oh, this is like the week before my period. Of course, I'm having some PMS cravings. Just being aware of it. Not to say that you can't have the chocolate, but just being like, oh, okay, this is what's going on. Maybe I don't need to have all the chocolate in the house. Like, maybe I just, you know, have a couple pieces and just move on with my day. But again, if you're stressed at work, if you're, you know, feeling really sad about something, just being aware of what is going on, I think that can kind of like slow down that moment and help you make some better decisions. And then, of course, I think again, like, related, like asking yourself, like, is this chocolate going to help the situation? (laughs) Or is this cookie gonna help the situation? And I still ask myself this, because there are some days that I'm like, just want a damn cookie. And like, I eat the cookie, everything's great. And then there are some days that I'm like, no, this cookie's really not gonna make the situation better. I should just eat a real meal if I'm actually hungry, or just go do something else. (laughs) You know what I mean? Not to say that you need to distract yourself, because again, you're not dealing with the situation. Um, But, Deciding in that moment if that's really what you need, and you can even ask yourself like that in that in that moment, like, do I really need this? Is this really going to make the situation better? Again, it's slowing down that moment. It's making you more mindful of what's going on. Um, and like I said, sometimes you just want that damn cookie. Um, okay, so but the things that really changed for me as far as my sugar cravings, and this is like besides the mindfulness, like this is right there. This is like mindfulness is one. This is like one A. <laughs> it's like eating enough eating enough real food and this is the thing if i i can't stress this enough i'm actually going to challenge you to anybody that has sugar cravings to eat five to six hundred calories or more poor meal of good healthy food protein vegetables Um, a little bit of fat, like things that are actually nutritious and filling, eat that meal and then see how you feel after it. See if you actually need some sort of sugar or craving. Like if you ate three meals that had five to 600 calories or more per day, I swear your sugar cravings will get so much better or even non-existent. And that's the thing, I've been eating way more fiber. That's been my goal for the year like no sugar cravings. (laughs) Just because I've been eating so many damn vegetables um, and beans and things like that, that I'm not craving sugar because I'm eating good foods. Um, Because that's the other thing too, like if you have any sort of like mineral deficiencies, nutrient deficiencies, vitamin deficiencies, yeah, you're gonna have sugar cravings. I mean, you've probably heard that, you know, if you're low in magnesium, you'll crave chocolate, you know, things like that. Everybody's low in magnesium or potassium or sodium or whatever it is. But having any sort of those deficiencies will make you crave sugar even more so if you're eating tons of the good healthy foods, you're probably fixing some of those deficiencies, and you're not going to have as many cravings. So, I can't stress this enough. And like I said, try it out. Like make meals, track your food um, in my Fitness Pal. You don't have to do it forever, um, but track a meal that has five to six hundred calories, eat it, and then see how you feel after that. I swear, like you'll have. So few sugar cravings, like it really will help. But you gotta do it, like yes, one day I think could make a difference, but it's something that you need to do day after day, week after week, month after month. And like I said, there was a four year difference between my first post about my sugar addiction on carrots and cake and then my revisiting post four years later where I was kinda like, things are better, but I'm still dealing with this. So it's not gonna happen overnight, but I promise if you eat real food and you do it consistently, the sugar cravings will go away, so. And that is my pitch <laughs> and, and then also related to that i think paying attention to the macro balance on your plate versus the calories um can be really helpful so i gave you kind of a range like five to six hundred plus calories you could even go up to 700 calories per meal that ended up being kind of a lot of food so it's like how much do you really want to eat are you going to feel gross after you eat 700 calories it just depends on the person um but anyways but paying attention to that macro balance so making sure you're getting Protein, you're getting some carbs with fiber and you're getting fat, so all three in that meal. Um, And not to say that carbs are bad, I mean, carbs are wonderful, but making sure you're getting good sources of carbs. So carbs with fiber is what I tell my clients. So beans, lentils, squashes, oats, um, any sort of vegetables, fruit. Um, I am not a fruit hater. I mean, fruit has so much good stuff in it. It's got fiber in it, it's got antioxidants, vitamins, minerals, all that stuff. But like, fill your plate with this. Um, And I swear, you you will feel good. Um, oh, and a little note <laughs> that I just thought about. Um, so, back in the day when I was just eating, you know, ch- treats and sugar like all day long, I would make these like healthy desserts and I would make them without butter because I was like, oh, I don't wanna to have too much fat in them, in them and they never tasted that good. So I always crave something more. Um, so again, it just goes back to that like macro balance, like there should be fat in baked goods and cookies and things like that. So um, again, like I do think eating like real food, real desserts instead of like the fake processed stuff um, can just make you feel so much more satisfied. So I just wanted to add that in there. I just kind of thought of it because yeah, those treats never tasted that good good. I would always make them and be like, oh, I'm just going to put like a little bit of like vegetable oil and like take out the butter. And I, I don't even know. I did all sorts of weird things with these baked goods and they were never that good. Okay. The next thing up is sleep. And I know we all need to prioritize sleep, but I don't know about you, but when I have a bad night of sleep, the next day, all I want is sugar and caffeine. And like, I almost feel like I, it's so much harder to control my cravings. So really prioritizing sleep. And I know you've heard it again and again, but if... I think like having some sort of bedtime routine can really help. And this is what I've been really focusing on. Like last year was a disaster. And we, you guys know probably the details. I was in a flare, like I was miserable, yada, yada. But that was like the one thing that I was like, I can control this. I can go to bed and I can sleep. And so I would put Quinn to bed at eight and I would be in bed at 8.30. And most nights I'm in bed by nine. <laughs> it's so funny cause our friends and family will be like texting at like 8.30 or nine. And I won't get any of the messages till the morning. And I'm like, sorry guys, I was asleep. <laughs> Like it happens all the time. Um, But anyways, as far as that routine, so like the blue screens at night, um, scrolling on your phone, watching TV, um, blue, night, blue lights are really stimulating and it kills your melatonin um, and it can make you feel that like wired and tired and even if you're able to fall asleep quickly, you might wake up and toss and turn and like all that. Um, so like really like one to two hours before bed, put all those screens away, just like stop. And I put my phone on airplane mode and I put it in the kitchen and I don't touch it. <laughs> So it's just, it's been a work in progress for sure. I mean, I was definitely addicted to my phone too. Um, Not so much anymore, but like that whole idea of just being like, I'm done, I'm off, I'm done. Um, And then I go to bed. (laughs) I just like shut everything down and force myself to go to sleep. And of course it wasn't easy. Um, And I know a lot of us end up, you know, working late into the night. I have been there, you end up watching shows. Um, But if you're somebody that's struggling with sugar addiction or just cravings in general, go to sleep. (laughs) Go the F to sleep. Um, It's just so, so important. So anything you can do to wind down, like sometimes I'll take a hot shower, we have a diffuser in our room, I have a weighted blanket. I have like the oasis of sleep. Um, It has made all the difference. And yeah, I sleep eight, nine hours a night and the sugar cravings, so much better. So just emphasizing the sleep piece. Um, reducing stress, you guys know, easier said than done, but of course, when your cortisol is increased, which is your stress hormone, your glucose is going to increase, um, and you're just gonna want more sugar. You're just gonna want more of that quick energy, things like that, so I'm just gonna put that one out there. I'm not gonna go into detail on managing stress because I know it's easier said than done, but if you have a stressful job, something like that, um, you know, doing your best to like set boundaries, relationship issues, whatever it is. Um, I know the stress piece is like the hardest piece and that was the hardest piece for me. But I can I can definitely tell you, once the stress is managed, the sugar cravings have gotten a lot better too. Um, hydration, which I know you guys know, drink more water, yada yada. And yes, you need water, but you also need electrolytes. Um, and I think that's the missing piece for a lot of people because you can drink tons and tons of water, um, but if you don't have, um, potassium, sodium, minerals like that, um, you're not gonna feel totally hydrated. You're still gonna experience those cravings. And you might have seen me on you know, Instagram stories tracking my potassium. I think 99% of women are deficient in potassium. Um, the goal for the day is 4,600 milligrams. I don't even get close most days. And I'm eating bananas and avocados and potatoes and cream of tartare. I think if I did them all in one day, I would get pretty close. Um, but that's just somewhere where a lot of us are deficient. So um, just paying attention to how much uh, potassium you're eating and how much sodium i think sodium has got a really bad rap over the years um, but we need sodium we need sodium and the way i explain it to my clients um, my hdma clients especially is that if you were to run a marathon um, and collapse because you were exhausted the first thing they would give you are electrolytes like you need potassium and sodium to live, to have energy. They're literally the spark plugs in your body. Um, so if you don't have those, you're gonna feel really tired. And when you're tired, you're gonna crave sugar. Um, so making sure you're getting enough of those in your diet are really key. So um, like I said, I've been eating bananas and potatoes and avocados and cream of tartar and all that. Um, there's a lot of food to have potassium in them, just not a lot. Um, and then I salt my food like crazy. Like I had a bowl of mac and cheese with um, ground beef and broccoli in it and I salted the heck out of it just to get that extra sodium in. Because when you're stressed, sodium's one of the first things that leave your body. So back to the marathon example, if you've ever run a marathon or half marathon, your skin or your, your body will get like salty. And that's because like, Running is kind of a stressful event. Um, and sodium is the first thing that leaves your body. So just kind of like a visual connection there. So all that to say, drink your water, but also make sure you're getting enough potassium and sodium. Um, and then, okay. So those were calling not all the preemptive things that you could do. These are the things like in the moment when you are feeling those cravings hard and you're like, crap, how am I gonna get over this craving? Cause like, you can't just sit there and like suffer like, i guess you could i don't want to do that um but in the moment this is kind of what you can do so Snack on fruit. Fruit is wonderful. And I mean, try to stick to like the low glycemic fruits. I think that can be a little bit better as far as your blood sugar and stuff like that. Um, So berries, apples, pears, um, citrus fruits, I think those are really good. You could also pair it with some sort of protein. Um, It can be really, really helpful as as far as like keeping your blood sugar balanced but having a little something that's sweet. Um, I actually like to, I think you guys might've seen me do this, but take berries, like blueberries, put them in like a little ramekin, microwave them, put like a little scoop of peanut butter or almond butter and mix it all around and eat that. It's really sweet and satisfying and wonderful. Did I say microwave it? Microwave it so the berries get all gushy and then put the nut butter in and kind of like stir it around. It's such a delicious treat and I mean it's sweet. I mean it's not like a cookie but like still it's really sweet. It's really satisfying when you add the nut butter in and it's really good. You can do it with any berries. I just do it with blueberries. The next thing eat as many vegetables as you like. I remember at like the worst of my sugar cravings when I was really working on it, I would just make like a bowl of like frozen broccoli. I would like obviously like heat it up, not eat frozen broccoli, heat up the broccoli, put like a little butter and salt on it and just eat like a bowl of broccoli, which I know sounds weird, but in that moment, I was probably like a little bit hungry. I was probably having like a ton of nutrient deficiencies and things like that. Um, And at that point I just needed to eat more real food. So I would just do simple things like that or have like spaghetti squash with like some butter and some Parmesan. I would just eat like straight up vegetables with like a little bit of fat. Sometimes I'd put protein in there um, depending on what it was but I would just keep it simple because I was like, I know I'm craving something sweet but I probably need something healthy like this. This is probably what my body really needs. Um, And just do little simple things like that um, as far as just like getting a ton of fiber in, getting a ton of nutrients. I always put like a little bit of butter in there because like butter and salt makes everything taste better. (laughs) So just like an easy way to do it or even just have like a mini meal like maybe like you just ate but you're still craving something sweet Have just a smaller portion of your lunch or your dinner because maybe you just need more food It's not that you need something sweet You just didn't eat enough at the previous meal and that's something I do with um, one-on-one clients Um, That I'll have them have lunch and then I'll have them have like a mini lunch in the afternoon instead of having like a cookie or a muffin or something like that So just something to try um oh and then i sorry i have my notes here um they also said just like just load up your plate load up your plate with as many vegetables as you want like um i have one client where she has a goal of having three vegetables at every single meal and that has been huge for her as far as um dealing with cravings and just feeling more satisfied altogether. um so every single meal she just has three different vegetables some sort of protein or whatever she wants but just that whole framework really helps her get in what she needs. And then at the end of that meal, she is really full and satisfied. So she's not having those cravings. This was like a little idea that I had that's kind of helped me too. So instead, so like I was talking about, when you kind of get that like boost from um, the sugar as far as like your neurotransmitters go, um, you can boost your dopamine by like setting little like tasks for yourself as far as like, you know, that reward center idea. So not necessarily like distracting yourself because again, I think if you're distracting yourself from a sugar craving, like you're not really dealing with it. So this is like just like a different approach, um, but doing something to hit that reward center. So for me, it's like little things like like cleaning out the junk drawer in your kitchen, you know what I mean? It's like checking things off your to-do list, um, doing like a five-minute meditation, um, putting in a load of laundry or folding the laundry or putting away the laundry. So I guess it's kind of like distracting, but it's almost like... Achieving something or checking something off your list, it can make you feel good. Um, Maybe it's me being an Enneagram 3. I love achieving, I love checking things off my to do list, Um, but it's kind of like a way to like hit that reward center without eating sugar. I know it's kind of like a little funny, um, but just doing something that like you feel good about. I mean, it could be just like taking the dog for a walk or snuggling the dog or, you know, doing like a little art project with your kid or something like that. Um, I guess it is kind of like a distraction, but it was just something that like makes you feel good outside sugar making you feel good so I guess it kind of depends on what works best for you hot shower I'm a big fan of hot showers (laughs) hot showers pajamas go to bed it's like the best um and then finally i do have a seven day sugar detox meal plan and you guys know how i feel about meal plans but sometimes it can be really helpful to give you an example of how you might want to structure your day like the types of foods you want to eat it does have a bunch of recipes in it that are all sugar free Um, it definitely prioritizes protein and fat and fiber and all the good things so i'm going to include a link for that so you can grab that it's totally free like i said if you want to follow to a t sure maybe that's what you need as far as a reset I personally am like, eh, meal plans, they make you dumb. You might've seen my reel about it. Um, But I think they can be really helpful as far as just getting you on the right track, maybe showing you some examples of what to eat. And like I said, it does come with a bunch of recipes and a grocery list and all that. So it could just be the jumpstart, you know, and maybe that's all you need is a week to just get a hold of the sugar cravings and then you can just continue on and, you know, do your best as far as managing them. So I'll include a link for that. I'll also include a link to the blog posts um, that I was talking about if you want to, you know, (laughs) really read what was going on in 2012 and then 2016 when I kind of revisited um, what was going on. And I do include many of these tips. but today, I really just emphasize what I think works, um, worked for me and then works for my clients. So hopefully you guys find, found this helpful. Um, and then of course, I'll include the link for the training, the free training, be sure to sign up, it's gonna be fun. Like I said, it's five days, each day you'll get a different video module, there'll be homework for you to do, nothing too involved, but homework. So I want you to be really engaged. Um, and then I will include the link for that Thrive Market deal if you wanna grab that because like I said, it was really, really good. Really good and been telling everybody about it. All right, guys, I have rambled on forever. I hope you found this helpful. Um, Of course, if anything pops up as far as questions related to sugar, sugar cravings, sugar addiction, send me a message. Um, It's definitely one of my favorite topics to talk about because I struggled for many years. I mean, this is 10 years later and I'm finally like, I got got a hold of this, guys. So I definitely went through the struggle and I definitely can relate on that feeling and feeling out of control and All of it, all of the sugar things, the highs and lows. All right guys, have a great day and I'll talk to you soon.